Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Uh, Kempe, over to you, my friend, to introduce our very, very special guest. Yes, yes, we're missing our old mate, and he's been kind enough to stay up over there in the south of France. Tonight there, I think it's 10 o'clock. I think they're two hours in front, but night time, if I'm right. But he's uh, he's up, he's awake, and he's kindly agreed to us. they got a new name for it. They, they have named him after a horse before, Dan, Dagger Bill. But the boys have come up with a new one, the Hunch Dag of Notre Dame. He's on the line. <laughs> Are you going, brother? <laughs> it's, it's going good, man. It's going good. Uh, oh, it's funny you said that. I actually went up to the Notre Dame um, chapel here. I'm just arrived in a place called Mustier St. Marie. It's a beautiful village on the side of a, a beautiful cliffside. So it's close to the French Alps. But um, no, I'm good. I'm good. I've missing home. I've been over here for a while now. It's taken its toll. I know it looks all nice on Insta, but she's been hard work. She's been, been pretty crazy times. But, she's been, um, been here with I've watched for you. zero sports. So don't ask me about that. No, well, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, <laughs> has it been refreshing not not having to talk sport every day? Um, and have you have you seriously not seen what's going on? You don't know the Olympics Nothing. are coming to town. <laughs> not the Olympics. The Con uh, games. I know the Olympics are here. Olympics are here next year, aren't they? In Paris. Um, but no, no, I haven't watched any sport. We don't watch TV. Kimpy, we're up pretty early. And we're just like we're moving because you got to film eight eight episodes over a month. It's chaotic, and they say an hours of filming is about a minute. And um, so you've got forty five minute episodes, eight of them. They're busy days. So I just yeah, don't watch any TV. I have the odd look on stuff, but um, other than that, she, she's pretty quiet. But uh, look, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying it. What a beautiful spot over here, south of France. It's um. There's so much history. Like today, we went up to a chapel. Look it up, Google it. It's called the Notre Dame um, Basiqua, I think it's called. And it's a 12th century chapel that was built in the hills by the Catholics. And, mate, it's 262 steps. You got these steps and you just walk uh, past the defense, defense walls, defense gates, and you go into this chapel. And, mate, it's like, it's like Game of Thrones. It's so crazy. So I've really enjoyed it, Being a, seeing a bit of South of France and, and learning a bit about the history over here. There's so much history. We're such a young nation back in Aotearoa. Yeah, aren't we just? Uh, Izzy, Daniel here, mate. I uh, hope, hope you're going well. What about your travel partner? Uh, are you guys good? Good together? <laughs> Is there some butting of heads? Because you learn a lot about travelling with someone. Yeah, I've learned a lot about the beaver. Nah, we've, we've been good, Dan. We've been, um, we've been enjoying it. Beaver's... He's my historian, as they may say. So he's been uh, giving me all of the information and all the facts, and I've been on on food. Uh, you know me; I love my food. But he, he's been he's been good. Like we're both just gelling. We've done a bit of TV together, so um, yeah, it makes easy work. And and he's look, he is pretty annoying. He loves eating, mate. Loves eating <laughs> baguettes and and cheese and. And, like, you know, he'll get up and he'll have a croissant and he'll get close to lunchtime. He'll be like, 
thought, dagger, should we go get another baguette? And I'm like, no, we don't need it. More carb and carb. And the worst thing about it, the worst thing about it, is I've driven. I've driven this whole time in a small, tiny Fiat. So imagine us two. 110 kg behemoths in the small fiat and i look over and he is just snoring the whole time <laughs> so yeah he's i've got us all back mate what's what's it been like with the inter- interpreters and and your use of the french that beautiful french language come on get, get us a, surely you've got a couple of, you've got a couple of sentences you can throw at us Ah, junior, papa, francais. I only know a little bit of um, a little bit of French there, Kimpi. But uh, ça va, ça va, Kimpi. It sounds like you're on a Sunday night about eleven o'clock. <laughs> oh, mate! Like the French language is hot. Oh, like I'm trying, but it's very, very tough. It's Latin. You got to roll your, you know, your tongue, and oh, it's crazy. But the funny thing is, is a lot of the words we use today are actually. French, and so you can like listen to a sentence. Like, we, we walked up these steps, and this guy was talking full French to me, and all I heard was energy in his, in his conversation. And I kind of knew he's just preserving in, energy to make the trip down. So I said, Ah, we, 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 and then these French ladies <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> so I kind of I kind of knew, but um, look, we're landing. The funny, uh, we're learning. The funniest thing is, is is Beaver. Oh, he cracks me up. You're gonna watch this show because where he 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 says a name. Like we went to Kakasan, which is a um, which is a beautiful castle in and and in a in a little village called Kakasan. It's been there for two thousand years. Well, he goes Kakasan, Kakasan, every time and i repeat i'm like no it's kaka son and he's like oh oh sorry 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 and like mate he just he just got no idea but he's he's funny he's good for the show he's he's hilarious and he genuinely doesn't know these names so that makes for good telly but uh look we're enjoying ourselves we probably put on about four kilos so we have to come back and diet again but um no everything's good here Mate, you're living the dream, mate. Uh, going from baguette to baguette to cheese to, to good coffee, uh, probably a few red wines at lunchtime and into the evening oh. as well. Have you eaten any Plenty. fruits? <laughs> Have you eaten anything good? Um, what are we eating? Oh, so that, today we had a look. Today was an interesting one. We went out to a, a restaurant here in Mustia Saint Marie and and a. Uh, 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 they, they kept the restaurant open uh, for us. They're usually not open today. They opened it up for especially for us. And then they brought over the entrees. And uh, Beaver saw the salmon. So he was like, yeah, I'll have the salmon. And then uh, he brings over my plate. It looked like a nice, um, like a, it had a red wine jus over this little um, pastry long. It looked like a nice big sausage roll. And I was like, oh, that looks a bit like that. Give me that. <laughs> and I said, what's in that? And and the lady goes, snails. And I was like, ooh, okay, escargot. Okay, I haven't tried this before, but I can't turn it down. The cameras are on. So I ate these snails. Look, very, very quiet taste. wasn't too bad. It was more mentally, a uh, bit of a mental hit for myself. Uh, I got through it all. 
Beaver had one taste. He swallowed the whole thing. Uh, so I tried snails today. And then for the main, the main comes over and Beaver sees the fish. He's like, give me that fish. And I thought it was chicken. I was like, yeah, give me that chicken. <laughs> nah, nah, it's a rabbit. It's rabbit dagger. Oh, rabbit. So I had snails and rabbit for dinner with the red wine. Oh, oh. It sounds like Christmas. It uh, sounds like Christmas at my place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was good, though. But, um, no, we've, we've had a little bit of fruit. We had some watermelon. We stayed at an olive farm the other day, so had some olive oil and uh, did a bit of olive. Yeah, I've started getting into olives. Um, but other than that, nah, just more carbs over here. Can't wait to see you when you get back. Um, <laughs> you won't miss me. <laughs> no. Hey, it sounds like, hey, just tell us, though, there must be some talk about the World Cup. You know, you've got two ex-All Blacks walking around the countryside of south of France. Has anyone um, over there mentioned to you about the All Blacks or excited about the World Cup later on this year? Yeah, there's a lot of hype over here, guys. It's, um, it's quite, yeah, because we're traveling around the south of France and they're all traditionally um, rugby cities. They're rugby mad, so when they, um, they hear that a couple of old APs are in there, some of them actually think we're still playing and we're like, no, no chance. Um, but there, there is a little bit of hype here, and there's a rather, but a little bit of confidence about the French, eh? Like you can see it just in their eyes when they ask you about the World Cup in France, and I'm like, oh, they're quietly confident over here that their team can do it. And you well, know, there's no surprise when you got two of the best players and and the game playing for them. That Antoine Dupont, like everyone just loves him over wow. here. He's an absolute rock star. <laughs> um, so there is a lot of chat, but. They asked me about it, and I just say, look, I know everyone's riding the All Blacks off, and they'll be they'll be hearing the rumours, they'll be hearing the whispers around there, so don't write them off. They can come over here. And I did get a bit of a nightmare because we went to the stadium in Toulouse where the All Blacks are playing Namibia, and outside there was a big um there was a big signpost there, and it's had uh, 2007 Rugby World Cup, and I was like, oh, that's are they trying to haunt us? No, we don't talk about that one. That one didn't happen. That was the year the, uh, the yeah, World we Cup don't was cancelled. It was, it was cancelled in 2007. <laughs> uh, you, you just tell those confident French uh, fr- French rugby sports, how many have you won, mate? How many have you won? And uh, <laughs> I know a lot of people That's are writing thing. off the All Blacks. Here's the funny thing. International bookmakers aren't writing off the All Blacks. Funny that. Hey, uh, my bit of advice. Next time you're with Stephen Donald and he embarrasses you, um, mm. just dro- drop out a line, mon partenaire est un idiot. <laughs> mon partenaire est un idiot. Yeah. So basically, is my partner it? is an idiot is kind of what I said there. Mon partenaire <laughs> est un idiot. There you go. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. My, my, I, I failed French at school, but I, rem, I, re, I, re, oh, I remember that up, line. Dad. Don't sit me up. <laughs> my partner here, idiot. It's how you order a coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's how you order a, a Kiwi flat white, mate. Uh, Izzy, great to hear your oh. voice, mate. Keep out of trouble. Give our best to Beav. We miss you. We look forward to having you both back. Yeah, thanks, lads. Enjoy your your week, and uh, cheers for the call. Take care. Bang, there you go. Missing him. What a good time they have. (laughs) He is too. And if you're following him on social, um, Instagram, Izzy Dag, he's, mate, some of the the places that they're going to, uh, like he just just rattled out their Game of Thrones. A lot of those big castles and, and old ruins and buildings, mate, they do look like, 
um, they're out of a set, straight off the set of, uh, you know, Game of Thrones. So <laughs> it's making me laugh about the food. He's, he don't mind a baguette too. Don't worry about that. And he will find a sausage roll to go on it. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't trust people who don't like baguettes. <laughs> what, what, what is there to... What is there to not like about a baguette, Gimpy? Seriously. Yeah, here's, here's, a, here's a text come straight in from Uncle Brett down in Huntley. Miss your cat. <laughs> and, uh, yes, we all miss we all miss him, uh, Uncle Brett. Thanks for the thanks for the text. But I, I look at Dan. I, I agree with you around baguettes. Like you, well, you can't go into France without getting a baguette. It's the first thing you buy. Like you walk in and there's a. I remember going there and you go. I'm going. Oh, I'm hungry. And you look around and the guy's got a baguette. He shoves it straight in your face. Just a baguette with cheese in it. It's like that's the sta- staple oh. diet. Oh, they're pastries. Oh God, I'm so hungry now, Kimpy. I'm so hungry. Well, so are the boys, and they're still Absolute. waiting for their breakfast, Dan. Yeah, whether it's croissant, coquevin. Uh, yeah, I'll just stop now, because I'm not doing myself any favours, um, because it's still only 18 minutes after 8 o'clock. It's a long time to 9 o'clock, when you, when you start getting this hungry. <laughs> when you start getting this hungry. Uh, we will take a short break. Uh, you are with... Um, Busy for Kimpy and Kimpy for breakfast, although I'm Daniel. Uh, thanks to Kimmy's Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. Keep your messages coming in on double eight double three. If you're late to the party, firstly, where have you been? You've missed out. You've missed out on a whole heap. Um, our can't wait question of the day with news that potentially, possibly, we would host a Commonwealth Games in 2034. We want to know what sports should we tailor to our Commonwealth Games because, of course, only athletics and swimming are um, a mandatory uh, events to be uh, had. Uh, so go on, what uh, sport should we host and where would we host them? That's that's the important thing. We've had some wild texts like uh, a lot of our uh, listeners want, want the want the swimming events actually in the ocean. Um, the rougher the better, M- maybe to increase television viewership around the globe. Uh, what sports would you like in 2034 and where should they be held? Do let us know. It's 19 and a half minutes after 8 o'clock. We will be back after this.